Hello, I am Yogini Sunita and this is Meditation, Yoga and Stuff podcast. I believe my dharma or my life's purpose is to share my understanding of meditation, yoga and Ayurveda, holistic healing science of India. I make these amazing wisdoms accessible and adaptable for present time. So let's start. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I am talking about how to become friend with our mind. So I am going to give you some tips. We are going to discuss what is mind and, uh, and stuff like that. So according to Wisdom of Yoga, concept of mind is basically combinations of uh, conscious and unconscious activity of a person. According to wisdom of yoga, our thoughts, our feelings, our memories, our beliefs, even our ego um, and how we um, consciously, subconsciously act in this world, all this comes from the mind and this is what mind is according to yoga. There are uh, three stages of the mind. According to yoga, there is a conscious subconscious and unconscious mind and all these uh, three minds uh, we need to work together to move towards enlightenment and this is understanding of yoga yoga also talks about manas the mind uh, the buddhi that is a higher mind ahankara which is ego and uh, there is a lot of lot of uh, discussion in wisdom of yoga about what is mind how it works and also there is a lot of understanding of this uh, mind which is uh, amazing uh, tool we have in our hands so mind is something which is um, we hardly pay attention to to be very frank you know Uh, Unless it starts causing problem, we don't even pay attention towards the mind. And the thoughts, our thoughts, our mind constantly churning thoughts, all this is happening constantly. But when we um, really need to pay attention towards this thought, we don't really pay attention towards this thought. We are constantly into in fact looking outwards for solutions uh, we try to avoid looking into ourselves, and and this is where um, your wisdom of yoga tells us that you know take a pause and slow down and experience or tune into this vast wisdom which is accessible for us um, through our mind human mind is absolutely amazing we make sense of all these experiences happening around us so through our senses we can actually see so much so for example imagine you are looking around at this moment and you may notice few things for example if you are Um, actually walking and listening to this podcast or if you are driving you are looking through your eyes maybe focusing on maybe the path you have or trees or something like that Um, 
but our mind uh, our senses are noticing a lot more than that a lot of information is coming in but to make sense of that our brain and our mind um select the information and the selection happens on our previous experience uh, experiences it happens on our understanding of our uh, life around us so we have these um, kind of like selective information storage happens and that becomes our memory or our understanding of the experience we are having so this is our mind's gift to us to experience our humanness in fact so mind is very very powerful and amazing a tool but what happens that um sometimes um we need to face something our mind is giving us uh, clues or we are maybe numbing our mind whatever that may be um we mostly the reason can be we mostly ignoring what is happening and uh, or numbing from it and in that case what happens that um the whole system is giving us constant signals but we are not acknowledging that and it can develop into something like uh, constant repeated thoughts which can be either depression anxiety or could be anything other uh, mental uh, um, you know issues things like that now our mind repeats lots of thoughts so uh, there i think there was some research done but my understanding of this research from a very lay person's point of view is that uh we have almost like 80 to 85000 thoughts uh, daily out of that 80% of our thoughts are repeated thoughts so we are constantly repeating the same information again and again and this creates physically this creates neurological groove in our system and it becomes kind of like our habit so noticing that understanding that what if um this sort uh, thought process we have a uh, daily we are repeating what if this thought process for example if it is negative then we are constantly reliving or repeating the negative thought process if the thought process is re- in relation to the anger or sadness then we are repeating that and we are creating that almost like a habit now this is where wisdom of yoga is so fantastic wisdom of yoga gives us opportunity to bring in one positive thought at a time so just few moments of for example few moments of awareness uh, towards our thoughts or few moments of just observing uh, our breath or observing uh, some uh, something to focus on Uh, like a mantra uh, or focus on something positive um like a image of a divine whatever that divine is for you um you know image of that we when we focus on something like this as a anchor for mind we are giving our mind opportunity to calm down and this creates uh, uh, maybe one 
positive thought coming into our maybe 85,000 negative thoughts. Again, I'm exaggerating. This may not be true for everyone. It's just uh, uh, hypothetically, I'm trying to explain that how meditation works, okay? So hang in there with me. So, so, so for example, today, if you have added one positive thought like this through your meditation, it can actually works really deeply in our psyche. So that's why meditation, uh, any form of meditation is fine. This brings in that state of uh, a, a positivity in our system. Now, remember, if we reg- do regular practice, then we will be repeating this uh, positive cycle of positive thoughts. Slowly and steadily, we are injecting more and more positivity in our thoughts. And we are making positivity as our habit. Now, this is about meditation, but I also understand that, you know, from if the mind is extremely busy, if the mind is constantly churning, meditation may not be right to, um, to start with. So what can we do? So remember, our body and our mind is uh, connected. And so whatever body experiences uh, will also be experienced in mind and vice versa. In fact, Wisdom of Yoga says that our body is slow mind. But looking at or understanding this, the yogis also realize that if we bring the positivity in the body by uh, moving body in certain way, we are actually creating positivity in the brain. So that's why you will see that all the yoga practices um, have a special sequence to it. It is also about, it's, it's about physical body, yes, but it is also in relation to the energetic body and in relation to our, our mind as well. And so you, you may also notice that uh, there is a flow to uh, asana class or there has to be flow to asana class, correct flow, where the practice starts with awareness, then it builds up and then it cools down or slow down, ends into relaxation. And what relaxation does is it, it actually neurologically we save information we created. Because it is very important to um, save the information in our system. So Shavasana, the relaxation works like that. Now, when we are doing any asana practice, we do uh, equally on both sides. And the reason for that is, is, again, we are working with the brain, working with the mind, that we're using both sides of our body equally. Now, from here, this is a one way of looking at it, like, you know, body-mind connection, moving with the breath. Energetically, there is a lot of things happening. So we're bringing in positivity into our body and through that into our mind. And this is a channel which is easily accessible for a lot of people because we can connect with the movements of the body. Uh, sometimes connecting with the mind directly can be challenging, but we can start with our body. And that's why Wisdom of uh, wisdom of Yoga has this um, 
amazing understanding of that and that's why there are eight different doors which we can enter through which is called eight limbs of yoga and a physical movement is a, a one part of that another door to enter or connect with our mind is our breath in fact in wisdom of yoga it is considered the breath is the key now when we connect with our breath we start noticing that if the mind is worried um or sad or in other states the breath is different if the mind is happy the breath is different so we start noticing this deep connection with the mind and the breath and what yogis realize that this is again very subtle yet very powerful tool we have so that's why yoga's pranayam practices the breathing practices are absolutely fantastic but if you don't know where to learn these practices from that's okay too you can just observe your breath and you'll notice that even now um just uh, bring your awareness towards your breath for a few moments and when you do that you will start noticing that you can, you are actually deepening your breath just bringing awareness we don't want like a labored inhale and labored exhale that's not the point the point is subtly deepen the breath to use all part of our lungs so we mostly use the top of our lungs maybe middle but not the lowest part of the lungs that happens for most of us um and so what what we do here is uh, yoga understand that where mind goes prana follows and prana means the you can call it chi or the divine energy or you can call it breath in our system prana represents as breath so when we bring awareness towards say for example lowest part of our lungs we can actually bring that awareness there and that awareness the breath reaches maybe that area and this brings a feeling of stillness feeling of calmness so we don't have to really take a labored inhale or exhale but just awareness towards lowest part of your lungs and noticing your breath is reaching there very calmly gently you will notice that the breath elongates and it becomes really uh easier for system to sustain that for few moments now this doing this actually the gases exchange happen and we oxygenate our system and and we feel fresh and uh happy you know so that's what the amazing power of the breath is when we start noticing that we are anxious the breath is shallow and so we have then tool in our hands how what can we do we can can we take a slower breath more fuller breath to reduce this anxiety and and a lot of time it works so this understanding of mind and the breath connection is very powerful so we can become friend of our breath and our mind will become our friend as well when we become friend of our body our mind will become our friend as well so there are so many ways to connect with the mind and the body and the breath now from here we can also tune into uh what is it really mind wants to pay attention towards like sometimes mind is buzzing or angry about something 
what if we start noticing that what is this all about sometimes it could be the just the latent impression on our mind which is called sanskaras and sanskaras is something where a story attached to experience in our childhood or maybe any time of our life and then we create this um story around it that you know maybe something is not right for us or maybe something is really amazing for us but there is a lot of story attached to it but the thing is it is what it is for example let me give you example for example maybe color purple okay and in your childhood maybe you were wearing something purple and you fell down and then maybe it happened few other times and uh, some bad things happened in you wearing something purple and you associated now that purple is bad luck you know and the mind has now created this story and we have now attached to this story and this is what sanskara is but we also know that uh, it is not color purple's fault you know uh, it's just that uh, this is the story we are telling ourselves you know the sanskaras also come from um, the fra- family we grew up um, uh, uh, the society we grow up um you know the whole society like uh, if we are growing into uh, in a country which has a uh, certain traditions which we follow then our sanskaras will adapt to that then also the family traditions we also learn from the adults from in our life so we um, embody their sanskaras as well and so this whole hodgepodge of this um or oh, i should say low layers of our mind um you know we through these veils or layers we see the world outside and wisdom of yoga is basically helps us to start noticing or start understanding that the reality is different than what our mind think that reality is so this story sometimes mind creates is uh, can be really huge baggage and when we carry this baggage around it is really really he- it becomes very heavy so much so that sometimes we can't carry it and that's where um, uh, you know the mental health things happens mental health uh, issues may come up uh, also you know um it affects the whole being because remember the mind and body is connected so it is going to affect the whole being as well there also is uh, something called flight or fight response uh, is also known as flight or fight or freeze response and also rest and digest response and these are our reactions and what happens that uh, say in uh, in the wild if an animal is attacked um it goes into flight or fight mode and and when the attack uh, when the the animal is safe uh, it goes into rest and digest mode you may have seen in documentaries or in real life where uh, say for example a deer eating grass herds hears something it goes into complete alert mode it will look around 
continue listening to any danger and when it realizes that there is no danger it shakes its body and go back into uh, the grazing again you know but what happens for our human mind is uh, let's take an example of modern world now so example is maybe um, you have to do a presentation in your office we actually sec- uh, secrete the same hormones as flight and fight you know maybe boss is grouchy and you have to face that all this is happening and when the presentation is done and it is successful or not successful doesn't matter when it is done we should be able to shake that feeling off but we most of the time it doesn't happen and we still have all that chemicals flowing in our system and then maybe there is a next meeting uh, or uh, driving back uh, road rage and things like that you know uh, busy uh, city life so all this creates still constant like fight and flight uh, syndrome it's constantly happening and uh, we kind of like it becomes habit that it's constantly these uh, hormones is uh, chemicals of, uh, which our brain creates are floating in our system and mind doesn't know how to rest and digest because it is constantly into flight and fight mode so this is where again um, taking a pause and noticing what's ha- really happening is very valuable and that's why anyway anyhow if you can bring in the practices which are calming practices which are relaxing practices which are self care practices for your system that brings us to move away from that flight and fight mode towards rest and digest mode because if this balance is not there in our life it affects our health it affects our mental health it affects our physical health in general it affects everything it affects our relationship so everything is affected by this so how can we become friend with our mind what can we do to become friend with anyone really in our life we had to stop and listen spend more time with the with the friend so that's what exactly we need to do we have to pay attention towards what's happening in the mind and i have seen uh, that in my many years of teaching i have seen that people are sometimes afraid of um facing their mind there is a lot of fear comes up and this could be you know um this could be that you know the just the fear of facing the mind you know um sometimes people don't know what will come up but unless we stop and face our mind uh, we cannot really let go of the burden mind is carrying so we need to listen to our friend which is our mind we need to also keep this friendship going regularly so the if uh, we have to put some effort into it and how can we do that we also listen need to listen to our mind as well 
so the listening uh, not just forcing mind to do what we want but also listening to the mind is very important spending time with the mind by just maybe taking a pause you know in your into your day to day activity and just noticing what's happening with the mind meditation is really beautiful way to connect with the mind but there are also other relaxation practices like restorative yoga there are also the shavasana practices which are relaxation at the end of yoga asana practices there are also beautiful other practices which is basically um doing what you love you know once a day at least doing what you love paying attention to words what are you doing throughout the day and doing what you love and also doing one new thing regularly that is also very important self care is absolutely important and in this modern world what has happened that we are living very busy life and we don't even know why we are running around and living this busy life it has become habit but what if we take pause and start noticing that what is really happening and is this exactly do you want in your life tuning into that noticing maybe taking a slower pace life uh, you know slowing down noticing what really happening in life at this moment and also asking yourself that is this what you want and is this what you need sometimes our want and our need are two different things so tuning into that and this is how we can become friend with our mind really connecting with the mind listening to the mind and you will start noticing that the more we start listen to our mind the more the colored emotions of our mind will become less colorful so what happens that the thoughts comes with lot of colorings of emotion but when we become observer we start noticing that this color is attached to experiences in our life the sanskaras in our life the latent impressions when we start noticing that we start noticing that actually this experience may not be necessarily serving me or maybe this experience was not what exactly what i remember because experience what you have stored in your mind maybe was completely uh, different but you have stored this in a as a story form so this is a story you're telling yourself or the mind is telling us and what we can do is listen to the story acknowledge it and allow it to let go because how much burden can we carry and it is not worth it so it is time to keep this burden down and let go i'm going to tell you a story of a, a indian queen so this queen was amazing she was just queen she was so nice she was a really really 
helping the whole um, kingdom uh, so much so that everyone in her kingdom was happy and she um was constantly worried about you know about the kingdom making sure that everyone is happy she was constantly worrying and that was taking toll on her system so one of her the queen's uh, uh, grandmother from her mother's side came to visit her and the grandmother said to her uh, that what's happening honey why you are looking so worried what's happening everything looks so happy everyone looks so happy everything looks so smoothly running what is the reason for your worries now and the queen says well everything is working now but what if something goes wrong or what if i fail or what is this happening so she had lots of question on those lines and so she was talking with grandmother and suddenly grandmother stopped and uh, they were walking in the garden suddenly grandmother stopped walking looked around and, and queen said what's happening what's happening and grandma goes to this big tree and hugs the tree and queen said oh, grandma what's what's happening is this auspicious tree why you're hugging the tree and grandma says oh tree please let me go please let me go tree please let me go oh tree and the queen is baffled she said grandma the queen is uh, the tree is not holding you you are holding the tree so uh, the queen was telling grandmother that the grandma let go of the tree you're holding the tree let it go and the grandma stops and looks at the queen and said exactly and it was like a light bulb moment for the queen because queen was holding on to uh, everything she was taking almost day to day decisions there was no delegation of the work and yes her people around her were very happy but she was so stressed with that worry in her life that she wasn't relaxed she was not happy and so this is where the queen realized that uh, she had to delegate she has to let go uh, of holding on to this you know to be so perfect all the time and so moral of this story is that we have to let go as well if they if if there is a possibility of delegation delegate your work you don't have to carry all the word burden if there is a possibility of collaborating do that i love to collaborate with people and you also learn from your uh, you know people around you also if if there is need to communicate please communicate because if the queen has not communicated with her grandmother nobody would have known that she was so stressed especially the grandmother would have not known if the queen was this much in stress so there would have not been any help so this is very important to also communicate uh, our needs um, our feelings it is very important 
in any relationship may it be home relationship relationship with your partner your kids um relationship with your co-workers if you're self employed relationship with your clients it's very important to communicate and this communication is where the human has built uh, our whole existence and so it is very important to also not just become friend of our mind but also other people's mind and understanding them being kind compassionate all this is this is what makes us human i hope that these uh, today's podcast helps you helped you to become friend with your mind on my website there are four meditations which will help you to connect with your mind uh, there is also one asana session uh, yoga movements uh, which will help you to connect with your body and these all are free so feel free to head over my website and you can uh, download them or, or opt in i hope that you enjoyed today's podcast thank you for tuning in i really appreciate that that you're taking this time out of your day don't forget to subscribe take care bye for now